Mamas, mamas. Today, I want to talk to you about your casa, your house, your home. Is it a place of peace and retreat for your family, or is it a place of stress and chaos? I'm going to have you think of specific things you can do to remedy what's creating problems at home. It's time to get down to business. This is the Mama Miracle Morning Show, a personal development podcast for moms. I'm your host, Sarah Munder, and I'm here to bring you mom motivation every week so you can get your mind right before your mind goes wrong. Let's take back the power we have as moms to steer our life and our family's life in the right direction. You create the life you want, and you have the power to create positive change. What's going on, mom friends? How are things at home right now? How did you feel when you woke up this morning and stepped out of bed? Did you step over piles of laundry or clothes strewed randomly about? How was it to come downstairs or down the hallway and into the kitchen this morning? Did you have leftover dishes and stuff everywhere? Did you have to walk over crumbs or, God forbid, Legos for that matter? If you start your day with your home disorderly, cluttered, untidy, or grimy, then there's a good chance you and your family are going to be in a chaotic state of mind the rest of the day. Instead of being in a positive, creative, proactive, and offensive mindset, I'm going to bet that you're going to feel negative, drained, and in defense mode all day. This episode is not a tutorial on how to clean, how to organize certain rooms in your house, or even how to make things look pretty. Those are all really important, and I'm all about those things, but there's already a lot of resources about these on Instagram and Pinterest and blogs. So what this episode is about is how to solve problems that are plaguing your home. There's probably a good chance that there are reoccurring messes happening in your house. Do you find the same areas become messy or dirty every week or every day even? Or maybe every few months you realize that your garage gets real tangly and you think, gosh, I feel like I just organized the garage. How does this always happen? I want you to think about, or even better, write down on a piece of paper or a whiteboard, what Bermuda Triangles exist in your house. So the Bermuda Triangle is an area of the Atlantic Ocean that seemingly pulls in planes and boats to come in and sink and disappear forever. There's been a lot of mystery and unexplained circumstances in this area, and I don't know what's true or what's just legendary about it, but I do know that Bermuda Triangles freaking exist in my house. We have a few areas that seem to collect stuff, really random stuff. For us, these are at the top of the stairs. We have one of those built-in shelves with a countertop where most people store like family pictures and stuff. And at the bottom of the stairs, on the kitchen counter and on my desk, which again is like a built-in desk space in the living room. It's really easy for everyone in the house to use these as like drop zones so that we don't have to go all the way to the area they belong in. And we think to ourselves, even unknowingly, oh, I'll put that away later. No, you won't put that away later. And when is this later anyways? Do it now. You've got other stuff to do later. My husband, who I got to give more credit to for his logic sometimes, he always says, it's the same amount of work to put something away now or later, except later it's going to be combined with all the other stuff you have to put away, and you're going to be really stressed out looking at everything that accumulated, and at that point it's just overwhelming. Don't let it get to that point. 
So what are some specific things you can implement now? After you've identified where your problem areas are in your house, let's think about what those areas are meant to be used for. Okay, I'll be the first to tell you, the shelf space at the top of my stairs is not a good home for dirty dishes that need to come down to the kitchen, random clothes, my girls' dress-up costumes that are always coming off and getting put back on and left everywhere, dead batteries we need to dispose of, and bags of trash that need to go outside in the trash bins. My desk is not a good home for my children's artwork, random markers with no lids, my wedding ring, really my wedding ring. I'm totally looking at my desk right now as I record this and I'm telling you what's literally on my desk right now. Yes, I am not perfect. Newsflash, people who produce personal development podcasts don't necessarily have all their ish together, but I am doing this just as much for me as I am doing this for you because my plan is for the rest of the day after I record this, I'm going to take my own advice and create some awesome new systems and put an end to this madness. So I've identified that these areas are not meant to be used as a holding place for all this stuff. And my next step is to figure out a proper home for all these things that accumulate and create kind of a mind map of how I'm going to make sure those things end up in their proper homes from here on out. For example, my wedding ring does not belong on my desk. When I take it off, I need to put it in a special dish I have for it. I have one downstairs for doing dishes and I have one upstairs for showering and getting ready. So I have a special place for these things. I just need to be more aware of where I'm putting my ring when I take it off. Is it going in the special dish? Honestly, it's a wonder I haven't lost it in six years at this point. Next, my kids' artwork. Now, in my defense, I do have a special bin for the girls to put their special art in when they're finished with it, but I've made it really inconvenient for myself and the girls to access it because for some reason, right now it's all the way in the back of the closet under the stairs. Not good. So I need to pull that out and keep it somewhere convenient, but still out of the way and not in an eyesore type of place. What I might do is I might use one of the built-in drawers I have in my desk since it's right here in the living room where the girls usually do their artwork. That way they can just drop it in and close the drawer. Yes, I save most of my girls' artwork. I know that's a controversial thing to save as a minimalist. And one day, I may use one of those um, photo book services that puts a picture of all your kids' artwork in a special book. But for now, I truly, truly value and treasure all of their actual art pieces. Also, they're amazing artists, so that ish might be worth something someday, at least to me. Okay, so shoes. Shoes are another problem in our house because we currently have three homes for our shoes. One is a shoe cabinet by the garage door that was originally supposed to house all of our shoes, but quite frankly, it's just not big enough for all of our shoes, and it's it's kind of an awkward piece of furniture, and I just don't like looking at it. The other piece is by the front door under the bench where we just kind of kick them off and push them under when we come through the front door. And the other home is in our respective closets where they go long-term. But quite honestly, we've all just kind of gotten in the habit of taking off our shoes and kind of leaving them everywhere. So my plan is to get rid of the shoe cabinet, and I actually got a nice, pretty, clean-looking bin that I'm going to put in place of the tall cabinet, and that's going to be the place that the girls put their shoes when they come home and take them off. 
It's honestly not realistic to have them come home, take off their shoes, and go all the way upstairs to their closet to put them away. Because when they come home, usually the first thing they do is go to their playroom downstairs or the living room or the kitchen for a snack. So I do need a drop zone for their shoes. And Greg and I have already kind of gotten into the habit of putting our shoes upstairs when we get home because usually when when we get home we go upstairs to hang up our coats use the restroom or change into comfy clothes so that's not super inconvenient for us to do and on that note when setting up systems in your house you have to take into account the flow of living and how to set things up in a way that will be convenient for you to engage in these habits on a daily basis If it's not convenient, you're not going to do it. So set yourself up for success. Okay, so a huge, huge, huge problem in our house is art supplies. I mentioned my girls were little Picassos. They are so bad about not putting their art supplies away, though, when they're done. And I know it's my responsibility to teach them and remind them, but here's how this usually plays out. Again, you have to think about the flow of the day and how these things are happening. I pick them up from school, we come home, and immediately they want to do some art stuff. So they dive right into their markers, they have paper, scissors, glue, tape, and then they have other stuff that they have access to like flat marbles, seashells, feathers, googly eyes, and colorful little pipe cleaners and stuff. So they start to do their thing, and I'm happy because they're in a good mood, they're having fun, they're getting along, and they're having some creative time. And it gives me a chance to start making dinner. And so I'm in the kitchen when they're doing their thing, and when dinner's ready, I call them in, we eat dinner, I clean up the dishes, and then it's time to go upstairs and take a bath and get ready for bed. My two biggest mistakes are that one, I give them unlimited access to these art supplies without a proper home, and two, I haven't established accountability for them to put them away where they belong when they're done using them. As a result, there ends up being markers without lids, random lids, scraps of paper, glue sticks without lids, scissors, googly eyes, everywhere. They're doing what they do best, which is to play and be creative, but I'm not doing what's my responsibility, and that is to ensure that these things get put away where they belong. And of course, they have to do that. That all the scraps of paper get put into the recycle bin, and that everything is put away. So, my solution for this is to take all art supplies and materials, go through them, throw out what's useless, like dried out markers and glue, condense them all into one nice little place like a little single bin and put them up high somewhere where the girls don't have unlimited and unsupervised access to them. At least not until they show me that they've instilled some really good habits with putting them back properly when they're done. I don't mean to sound overly restrictive or mean to take away their art supplies, but I told the girls this morning that this was how it was going to be when they got home from school and they were like, yeah, cool mom, great. And I know that having a good system like this is only going to increase their appreciation for their art supplies and give them a sense of accomplishment and duty. Plus, we're all going to be happier and more peaceful as a result of our home being more orderly every day, not just on the random days that we happen to clean up the art supplies. You may find as you go through the problem areas of your house that the best solution is to simply downsize the amount of things you have 
which is one of the main concepts of minimalism, which I love. But I'll be honest, I'm finding that just getting rid of stuff does not solve the tidiness problem. You have to create systems, flow systems of organization and habits that make it easy for things to stay tidy, to make it easy to keep things in their proper place. And then, of course, you have to practice on a daily basis acting out those habits. We have to be conscious about putting things where they belong when we're done using them, not leaving them around and thinking you'll put them away later. And as a result, ending each day with order, organization, cleanliness, and peace. Now, depending on the size of your home, the amount of things that you have, and the level of disorder in your home, it may take some time to develop good systems. It may take weeks But just focus on one problem area at a time. For example, for me, it would be shoes one day and my kids' art supplies another day. But every system you develop, if followed through with, will result in actually years and years of order, structure, peace, for you and your family. I truly hope you found some value in today's episode and that you feel motivated to solve some problems in your home. I want to thank you for listening to the Mama Miracle Morning Show, and I want you to thank yourself for giving yourself the time you need to get your mind right today so you can create the life you want for you and your family. If you would like a personal development worksheet that you can use to create custom, impactful change for your life, head on over to themamamiracle.com. Also, please subscribe on iTunes, write a review of the show, and share this podcast with your mama friends. I'll be back in a few days for some more mom motivation here on the Mama Miracle Morning Show. Thanks, mamas. Have a wonderful day.